to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm peaches i'm zach who goes third most of the time today on the podcast we're bringing back a classic not just a classic not just a classic boys the first segment that we ever did one of my personal favorites and one that's always bound to be a good time today we're doing rate that rating how do you feel about that i feel good about it I, I'm, this is my first time on rate that rating so you know i'm happy to be here uh, big fan of the show. <laughs> I would like, I hate your show. Like, hey, do you want to be a host of my show? You're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller, you know. All right. So in case you forgot how we play rate that rating, each host needs to pick one of their favorite games or a recent game that they've played and give it a fair slash honest review with a score at the end of the review from point one to ten. Once the host gives the game a review, they will go on to Metacritic to look at the best and worst reviews and the comments made by other reviewers to laugh, cry, and shout in a hilarious manner. And that's basically it. Um, we've also got a nice little outline to go over a couple of the points um, of like describing the game and talking about it a little bit. Zach's going to go first, and then Peaches, and then myself. And that's basically it. I think we've got a game on our hands, boys. What do you think? I think this is going to be a good time. I'm excited. Can I go first? Yeah. Yeah, Zach, you're going first. So what's the game you're talking about today, buddy? All right. So today I'm talking about everyone's favorite masochist dream, Dark Souls, Prepare to Die Edition, or the Remastered Edition, Ooh, I should say. Ooh, that's a good one. I can't wait to hear what you think of it. All right. So I'm just going to do a quick play-by-play because I want to get in these rate these ratings because I can see them being terrible. All right. So why was I interested in the game? The memes. The memes mainly. Uh, I saw it for sale on my Switch and I was like, all right, you know what? I'll eventually want to play Dark Souls. Um, and I was right. I eventually wanted to play Dark Souls and then I quickly realized why I didn't want to play Dark Souls. But that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was interested in the memes. Um, Dark Souls is notorious for its hardcore thing, which I'll talk about when I get to its gameplay. Uh, graphically, like I know I was playing the remaster edition. I absolutely love the art style the graphics and the dread that is in this game they nailed theme in that game oh yeah the vertical levels and how everything is secretly connected through like one elevator or like a side door or something like that and it kind of like if you like actually mapped it all out or looked at some of the maps it actually makes sense you're like i don't know how an ecosystem actually forms around this but i don't care it looks amazing (laughs) i just i love like just the dreaded castles and the swamps and all that stuff i just think it's a very beautiful game um thematic dread they nailed it hit out of the park um graphically it is it was remastered recently so i think it looks fabulous like this is not a game that uh looks bad to me um it was originally made in 2009 guys it's, it's an old game wow i didn't realize it was that old just with the improved textures i'm like this game mostly fits in for the most part so uh characters um every character ends their dialogue with the mysterious ha 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 that's how you know they're probably <laughs> gonna try and kill you later and that's how most of the characters are you don't trust anyone you don't even trust yourself you're an undead person trying to restore balance to the world through a fire and um that kind of leads into my story uh dark souls is very uh, yeah, just figure it out when you want to figure it out because it's all in there is what I'm told. They don't, no one ever tells me any of the actual story besides my snake friend. He kind of gives me a little <laughs> bit of story and Big Titty Lady was pretty nice um, in New Orlando. But other than those two people, no one gives you any exposition. So you're just kind of doing stuff. Gameplay, it literally is like it's it's a simplistic form of melee combat. You have your your light attacks, your heavy attacks, you have some magic, you have some bow and arrows. Um, 
I'm told bow and arrows is trash other than cheesing dragon tails. So really you only have magic and melee. Um, and I love it and the fact that nothing really feels that tanky. I hate it because that also applies to myself. I'll be walking, doing my thing, and all of a sudden, little demon baby spin pinwheel guys come out of nowhere and take down my entire health. I lose all my souls. Yes. Um. Yes. And that's kind of the gameplay loop. Uh, you get souls from killing things. Every time you heal, things come back to life that you killed. Everything except bosses is fair game. Um. And I'm at a certain point in the game where the bosses are now actually just enemies that you run into. And now bosses are just super cracked up things. <laughs> I gotta say, it lives up to its memes. This game just feels like people want to say you gotta get good. And I just want to say, I think it was clunky game design. Some of it is just clunky game. Like some of the attacks aren't articulated very, aren't shown very well. They aren't visually distinct. Um, the Abyssal Demon would swing his hammer down and I would dodge. But since I dodged like a frame too early or two frames too early, he would like turn his fat ass 45 degrees and still smash you with that same hammer swing. <laughs> and when he says fat ass, he, he means that it's got a dump truck on it. It has a dump truck. as my Twitch chat. Uh, Twitch.tv slash uh, dad jokes with doggos um, would tell you. <laughs> That's right. Self plug. So, Zach, before you give a quick score of the game and some more final thoughts, let me ask you. How do you feel about coming into this game like so late? You know, after everybody's kind of been like, ah, been there, done that. How do you feel about that? I really enjoyed it. I don't know. Um, it's nice because you always have information to find. Like you can kind of figure out why certain things are happening. Um, it stinks that you, I mean, like, I feel like you kind of know who's played it. So you can kind of like vent to them and they're like, oh yeah, this boss just totally sucks dick. And it's just like, yeah. All right, cool. It's not me. I'm not bad. It's just, it's a game that likes to punish you. And my final thoughts is I watched the YouTube channel, uh, Girlfriend Reviews, and the boyfriend summarized it perfectly where he said, sometimes you just need a game that's going to break you. Most games are easy. You can walk through them without too much thought. Dark Souls, you try doing that, you're going to have a bad time. You have to be methodical and you have to think. You can't just button mash. Um, so I will say it was nice to go from some easier platforming games to this because it, it was very <sighs> awakening, I guess is the word I want to go for. <laughs> Definitely frustrating. Definitely frustrating, but awakened too. All right, Zach, that begs the question. What's your score? I'd give it like an 8.7 out of 10. Wow. That's a good score. I mean, like I like I said, thematically, I think they killed it. Uh, the sound quality is like... I don't know what's going on with the audio that kind of crackles every now and then, but like the actual sound that's there is really awesome. The boss battle theme always gets my blood curdling. I don't know if it's from fear or it's from anger or both, but it's all great. It's good. Um, it's a great game. And um, the only reason I get like a less than a nine is just because I think some of it, they just did just a shit on the players every now and then. Like the fact that you can't fast travel until you pretty much finish the game. That's dumb. Now, Zach, I loved hearing about what you had to say about, Dark Souls, but obviously the fun of rate that rating is now we got to go to Metacritic and see what other motherfuckers have to say about this game. So come on, let's hear it. Do you want to start with the good or you want to start with the bad? All right. First off, I'm going to be doing Dark Souls reviews, the remastered, and we'll do, uh, it looks like I kind of, kind of put them together. We'll do the PS4 game though. All right. Yeah, sure. All right. So actually the user reviews, 140 positive, 18 mixed, 32 negative. So I'll do the first 10 that I see. A remaster of what, in my opinion, is the greatest game of all time. Absolutely zero complaints here. That's a very positive and optimistic review, to be honest with you. I, we've already given our, our qualms with Metacritic. I feel like they need to give points to why they would give it a 10, but that can definitely be an opinion. I know people are upset by the price tag for how little has changed, um, but since this is my first experience for with Dark Souls, I can go on for paragraphs about this game, but in short, it's the best game I ever played. And probably the best game I will ever play. I don't think that's true. Yeah, it's just like, even if you do like Dark Souls, like the best game you've ever played, like really? Dark Souls? I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe if that's what you're into. I guess my only thing with that is like, 
I've always had a problem with Dark Souls and the, and the way that it te- likes to tell its story. I, it's It fails to get me in its storytelling. Like I, I like to know why I'm doing stuff generally. Oh, no, you don't get that. You don't get that, Dark Souls. Yeah, no, you don't. I, I played Dark Souls 3 and got bored very quickly because I didn't have the motivation to do stuff. So, like, there's very few games where, like, I am, like, playing without, like, a reason for doing something, you know? For what it's worth, Demon Souls was the exact same way. Like, I love the challenge and I love the gameplay, but there's no story to keep you there, you know? It's just kind of... Well, there, there is a story, but it's not told to you through exposition. It's all in, like, item text and, like, kind of the world around you. Um, but you have to search for it. It's, yeah. Which doesn't... Right. It's a different way of storytelling, and it's not my cup of tea, and I agree with both of you on that one. Um, the only bad review I'm seeing, so I'm going to go to see all reviews, was in Spanish, and I can't read Spanish. <laughs> so we're going to go to... Uh, there. I went to the most helpful category. Uh, the Rookers, Throokers, gave it a two. Too many people are using the excuse, this is for new players to defend this disgusting remaster. Most remasters are for new players, but that does not mean no work should be put in. This is a seven-year-old game for $40 with very minimal changes. This is coming from someone who feels like Dark Souls is one of the best games ever made. And this disgusting lazy cash grab, they know people will buy it because it's Dark Souls. And that's not okay. Oh, okay. Does this guy know what remastered means well jp he does know that it get so he gave it a two he gets one point because it's an amazing game and one point because it's not full price oh my god but everything else um is gone look i agree with him that it's definitely you know like remasters are just used to kind of update things and then resell them and repackage them again but what what makes me mad is like he's acting like he discovered this information like did you guys know about this we're like yeah, dude, <laughs> that's what a fucking remaster is. Where have you fucking been? I'll do this last uh, review from DigiDD2713. Dark souls age like a corpse and not like a wine. Nice. I love metaphors. I can appreciate <laughs> the foundations that it brought to successors, but the game itself is just not the masterpiece the Kool-Aid drinking fanboys want the world to believe. Damn. Getting caught on the environment corners while getting pegged by enemies are not assets of a world-breaking classic. Chasing a dragon by shooting its tail to move forward does not make me as a player think, wow, this is top-tier enemy design. Clunky combat, spamming backstabs, and poorly, quotes, remastered textures that look like copy-paste of 2012 without polishing all the above stated makes me feel like I just flushed $40 down the abyss with Artorius and the rest. Nice. I know people see Demon Souls as the unpolished deer hunter to the Dark Souls, Silence of the Lambs, but let's be honest. The Soulsborne archetype gets good with Bloodborne when we all aren't all hiding behind our shields and spamming and cheating a game that will cheat you with cheap depths. When combat is fluid and exhilarating and defeating bosses feels rewarding rather than a feeling of relief to be done with it all. Here's my thing with this review. It's clear that what, mostly what he's complaining about is the fact that the game kills you for cheap reasons and it's just kind of hard. And it's not that he's wrong. It's just that that's kind of the fucking point of Dark Souls. Does that make sense? Like, it's not that he's wrong. It's just that, like, yeah, that's its thing. Like, that's what it does. That's why it's so notorious. Yeah, it's it's a meme. It really is. It's for the meme. Uh, and I will say... I totally agree with that last sentence. Um, bosses feel rewarding rather than just a feeling of relief to be done with it all. There are so many times when I'm shooting this game that I just flip off the boss because I'm like, fuck you for wasting my time. <laughs> I knew how to beat you, but you wouldn't let me beat you for a long time. Yeah, that's fair. There is kind of that relief of saying, hey, I did it. I beat it. I'm done with it. It's not always a happy feeling. And so I can give that. I can, I can say like a four or five. I can see certain people. I would agree with that. I don't think you can knock it off for its uh, theme or its music, but its gameplay is not very polished. I was really interested to see how the reviews were going to go for Dark Souls. That's good news. That's good news. Peaches, Peaches, what are you doing this week? Well, it's a, it's a pretty low down game. You've probably never heard me even mention it before. Um, we probably haven't argued about whether somebody should play this game or not over Spider-Man. Um, I'm doing Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Oh, why? Why did you have to bring that up? 
That was the saltiest I've ever been. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm here to rub salt in wounds, and I mean, for me, it's it's a delightful shower, you know? Um, you're not going to be feeling that way when you read some of the negative reviews, but go go on. Be happy while you can. Skim, I skimmed ahead and read a negative comment, and I already got a little torqued. So, you know what to do. Let's start from the top. All right, from the top. Why was I interested in this game? Well, um, the internet has been jerking this game off since it came out in 2015. And uh, eventually I, I saw it on Steam sale for like $8. And I'm a fan of a bargain, so I got it. And it sat in my library. And then I played it. I let it sit for a while longer because I was like, I'll play this when I have a controller. And, you know, 2019 rolls around. And I'm like, I should probably get back to that because right at this point I've just been stalling. And holy shit, am I upset with myself for sitting on this game for so long. Moving on to the graphics and art style. It looks great on a PC. Um, Zach, you you can speak for your Switch and say that it does not look nearly (laughs) as great on a Switch. It's still The Witcher 3, but that is true. And that's why I'm glad the Switch has cross-progression. I don't have to, you know, if I did get it on the PC, I could make it look good. But I could also play it in the car, which you can't do in a PC. (laughs) <laughs> that's besides the point though you keep going peaches it, it, uh, on uh, some consoles it, it can have a tendency to look like mashed potatoes but on a PC mwah, it's so nice it's so pretty it's so great I love it It I can't get enough of it so yeah that's pretty much all I can say about the graphics and art style it looks great I, I enjoy it quite a bit but you know on some consoles it cannot look as great Moving on to characters, I think this game has some of the best written characters that I've really ever seen in a video game, like even some of the side characters. That's an outrageous take. I second it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Zach. I mean, it's it really it's it's hard to describe because when when you look at like a game and like you're looking at all the characters side by side, I mean, a, a lot of those side characters can't start to blend together, you know? I couldn't tell you all of the characters from Breath of the Wild. I know Link and Zelda and Ganondorf. But um, like when it comes to Witcher, like even these like characters that you don't interact with very much have like these deep and thorough backstories and they're very well written dialogue. And so I got to say, I don't think I've ever played a game with more thoroughly written characters. OK, that's a pretty big compliment. And it's especially a big compliment because of what my next game is going to be. But we'll get to that uh, story. <laughs> The story of this game is generally just like it's based off of some books, which also helps explain why it has well-written characters. But it's a continuation of the story from Witcher 1 and 2, which I did not play, so I will not speak on those. But you're looking for Siri. You're trying to figure out where she went, what she's doing, what's going on. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything because I, I really recommend this game to anybody, so I'm going to do my best to be as vague as possible. You're kind of you're playing as Geralt. And occasionally you're playing a Siri in flashback sequences and you're you're following her along her path that she took while running across this whole country and you're ex- you're exposed to like all these little side conflicts and some it's it's a good story you're <laughs> I'm just going to boil down to the main point you want to find out what happened to your adopted daughter Siri and like why she's back and what what's going on with her and like she's got this magic power that you don't really understand but people from the Wild Hunt want her for it to end the world in classic evil bad guy fashion. So, I mean, some final thoughts. The game plays great. I I think that it's just... It's a lot of fun, like, combat-wise. It's got some really cool, like, execution stuff that you can do. I felt It feels rewarding to go into the game on the harder difficulties and, like, actually make use of some of these mechanics that you didn't need to, like, oiling your sword to do bonus damage to this enemy type or like using the specific type of weapon against these people to gain an advantage. I've thoroughly enjoyed my first playthrough on an easier difficulty and then going into the game on the hardest difficulty and like getting to do all these extra things that I didn't do before. For my personal score, I'd give this game like a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. That's a damn good score. This is one of the best game, like standalone games I've ever played in my life. What keeps it from a 10 out of 10? That's a great question. That is a great question. And there are some times in the game. There's, there's a downtime in the game. 
that you know like you find yourself kind of drifting and getting bored like riding around on on your dedicated steed roach there, there's some empty spaces on the map where i feel like you could put like random occurrences like to make the world richer but other than that like it's varied very nitpicky stuff at that point you know yeah, that's true. When you get into a score like that, I mean, any complaint you have is going to seem so, you know, just inconsequential, I see, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really tough to get a 10 out of 10, and I think this game is about as close as you can possibly get, for me personally. All right, well, you know what that means. It's time to actually look at some of these reviews. Now, for your sanity, let's start with the good, because... The bad part is obviously the funny part. So let's see some of the good reviews from The Witcher 3 on Metacritic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, starting off with a 10 out of 10 review here from this this kind fella. He says that it is a truly captivating story. I'm playing it for the first time, and I'm already curious how things will play out on my second run. It really melts down to amazing writing here. There are some of the best side quests that I've ever seen in an RPG. And this is what has locked in front of the monitor. I don't really understand that guy's sentence, but, you know, whatever. But I agree with him. (laughs) You gave it a 10 out of 10, I'm with you, bud. (laughs) Sure, the game looks great. The game uses current uh, hardware to the max and offers amazing, an amazing living world. But these are just the things that let you dive deeper into the story. Great job, CD Projekt Red. It's It's a nice time to be an RPG fan. I'm so excited for you to read the bad reviews of this game. This is my revenge for that whole fucking, you know bracket baloney <laughs> i genuinely like i can't wait for you to start reading some bad reviews i'll go into the longer one that i found here um what what did he give the game what's the score he gave the game he gave it a zero out of ten a zero out of ten a zero wow i can't wait for this uh let's start from saying i bought it on sale and it still doesn't worth it great great job so far I'm really disappointed with this game. The truth is, The Witcher 3 is a bad, overrated PC game. It's so bad mostly because of its clumsy, repetitive, and dull combat mechanics. I lost interest on the first forest fight and stopped there. Main character feels like a heavy truck, not as dexterous, not as a dexterous cat he meant to be. Well, yes, maybe the story would have been good, but I'm not going through the game with its bad controls and combat system because when doing so you literally feel physical pain and frustration so so bad don't be fooled by high ratings game is absolutely overrated so just for clarification that first forest fight how long does it take to get to that fight um i would say maximum like 15 minutes so i mean like that's super unfair to pick up anything for that short amount of time and go yeah this fucking sucks like, it couldn't have been that bad that you were only interested in it for 15 minutes. This guy's a... Fuck this guy. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really even know what to, like, say here because he didn't give the game enough of a chance to actually be the game that it is to give a 0 out of 10 review. I absolutely agree. Like, don't get me wrong. I have no problem with, like, people giving games 0 out of 10, like, as, as a standard of my own. But, like, if you're going to give a game a 0 out of 10 at least invest enough time to be able to explain why you gave it a zero out of 10. I disagree. I think a game literally has to be unplayable. Not that you didn't like it, that literally the game doesn't boot up to give it a zero out of 10. There, it just, there's no way. A zero out of 10? If you got negative enjoyment out of a game from the time you invested in it, I, I can see, I can justify a zero out of 10. I disagree. But anyway, keep reading some more bad reviews because this is fun. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> this one is also a zero out of 10. If you can please explain to me how a convoluted Shadow of Mordor clone deserves more than a zero out of 10, then go for it, buddy. I enjoy complex RPGs with complex elements to them. The Witcher is simply but a pseudo complex. This little number is nothing like Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim Ugh. being the creme de la creme of truly great RPGs. Cream of the crap. Cream of the cream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some people have dismissed Skyrim, and I believe that is because they do not understand the complexity of genuinely complex games. And that is a sad moment when people cannot recognize greatness. So I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, this guy is a pretentious contrarian 
it on everything other than Skyrim, and I fucking hate him. It, <laughs> I fucking hate him. <laughs> hey, I, I'm just I'm going a little deeper here. Guess what he gave Cuphead, JP? Oh, I love Cuphead. I don't want to know this. He gave it a four. Fu okay, yeah, fuck this guy. I don't even care what his justifications are. Cuphead was incredible. He's. I'm telling you, it's like some people just live off of being like contrarians and like hating things that lots of people like. And it, what a sad existence. Calling the Witcher a Shadow of Mordor clone, I have a huge problem with because Shadow of Mordor is way less accredited than the Witcher is. Yeah, absolutely. And also, like, I've played, I, I just recently played Shadow of Mordor, and I can tell you the games do not play the same at all. Like, they have similar elements, but like, I guess if you don't look beyond, like, sword combat, then, yeah, yeah, sure, I, Shadow of Mortar clone. They're both games. Read just one more. Read one more. I'm enjoying this a lot. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> um, all right. I'm just, I just am going straight down the list. Uh, this guy also zero out of ten. The most overrated game in history. It's not bad, but nowhere uh, good as filthy casuals make you believe. Combat is and has been a problem with previous Witcher games, especially combat animations. They're horrible... Their horrible jump spin attack animation alone is enough to knock one point from this game rating. Even with much better combat and combat animations, this game isn't close to a 10 out of 10 because of other problems like, uh, he meant to say boring, but this is boring, talents and items, finding <laughs> legendary items, and uh, finding legendary items is like very underwhelming. Though main story has quality, uh, side quests are overrated. I've heard a lot about side quests, but kind of like in Kingdoms of Amalur, it's a few big side quests and the rest is meh. After 20 plus hours into this game, I gave up trying to find out what's so good about it. Wow. This one, it doesn't sound like a 0 out of 10 review from what he said about the game is my problem with it. And we've we've talked about that in the past on previous Rate That Ratings, right? Where it's ridiculous when people are like, well, the story was great and the characters were awful. I wasn't a big fan of the art style. Two out of ten. Like, I just, he said, like, all these things that were positive and then gave it a zero out of ten. Like, a zero out of ten, in my book, you need to see no redeeming qualities in a game. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I was muted, but yes, zilch. I was muted. <laughs> I, I feel bad, but I keep, like, digging into these people to see what other like contrarian dumb shit opinions they have hey now hold on you can have a different opinion but usually these guys are just trolls jp oh my god this guy is the worst he gave divinity original sin two a three wow he gave doom and doom eternal a zero wow he gave last of us part two a zero okay to be fair he's not the only one with that opinion but still wow <laughs> <laughs> What what do you like, dude? Jesus fucking Christ. Quality games like Skyrim. <laughs> it's just Todd Howard. <laughs> he gave Cuphead a zero and Undertale a four. Oh, come on. Oh, that's really irritating. According to this guy, Undertale is just as good as Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> 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 you know, I take it back. This guy is the fucking worst. <laughs> All right, Peaches, thank you for doing that for us. You don't have to read anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm good. I think I'm going to close this one. After I write him a strongly worded message. How wrong he is. <laughs> I w Dude, could you imagine if you could write to people on Metacritic? Oh, my God, what a shit show. Dude, it, it would definitely it would be worse than Twitter. Ooh, but fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. All right, if, if it'll make you feel better, we can move on to one of my games for the day. Yeah, yeah, do it up. Um, today I'm talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. What do you guys think of that? Pretty, huh? Huh? That's, that's a new one. Like, you're still working your way through that, right? Yep, I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm really enjoying my time with it. Um, and although I've got some gripes that I'll get into here in a little while, it's a very solid game. I, it's, you know, it really does hold up to what people have been saying about it to a degree. We'll get into that. So, let's just start from the top of my list. Um, why was I interested in the game? So, Along with the huge list of amazing games that were presented in 2018, that was probably one of the best years for gaming I remember in recent times. Um, it was kind of like, you know, 
Of all these great games that came out and that were to be played, I heard about how much time it took to play Red Dead Redemption 2, and I was very intimidated, so I went down the route of playing other games, you know? That was the year that I played God of War and just a, a ton of other incredible games. During that bachelor party I was at a couple weeks ago, um, while we had a little bit of downtime waiting in someone's apartment, they booted up Red Dead Redemption 2. And just started playing around just like they my friend was done with the story. So he was just fucking around in the world. And I was like, this looks like an insane amount of fun. And I need this in my life right now. So I dusted off the copy I bought during Black Friday three, like two to three years ago. Hey, um, put it. Yeah, I think I was with you, Zach. I bought it at the same time I bought control. I dusted it off, I put it in my PlayStation 5, and uh, I've been having a pretty good time with it, you know? I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Peaches, where, like, I'm kicking myself for waiting so long to play it, but at the same time, it's because of how long it takes to get through the game that I decided to do that. So, let's talk about the graphics and the art style. Um, they went for realism with Red Dead Redemption 2, you know? They're not doing cartoony at all. They wanted people to look as good as they can, and at the moment, they do. Um, I gotta say that, like, obviously there's an expiration date on graphics of any sort, you know, like I can already see in a few ways that Red Dead Redemption 2 is starting to degrade a little bit and maybe just doesn't hold up to the test of time, especially being played on a PlayStation 5. But on the other hand, like most of the things that I've recognized as like, you know, like, oh, that doesn't look as good as I thought it would are pretty nitpicky. Because, I mean, ultimately, character designs look pretty damn good. And, you know, the towns look damn good. And when you're... One of my favorite things to do on God is go into shops and just, like, pick up the items and see how much detail they put into, like, these items you can pick up and purchase. I'm like, you know what? They really put a lot of attention into detail in this game. And that's really what makes it shine, you know? Most of these little things I've noticed are that I kind of have a gripe with are actually kind of out in the like wild, like trees and plants. I'm like, oh, that kind of looks a little weird. But like I said, did picky stuff. Dang, JP is picky. Yeah, I, I know. I know I am. Characters. Arthur Morgan is one of the coolest characters ever put in a video game. I mean that. Arthur Morgan is so badass. I love everything about him. Um... But it's not just him, obviously. Um, Dutch, I love listening to Dutch. In fact, I love listening to everybody at um, Arthur's camp. I love the missions with Hosea. I like everything with Dutch. Um, you know, just all the characters have such flair to them. Peaches, yes. Is he speaking English right now? Who's Dutch? He is. Dutch. Dutch is the uh... Dutch is the head of the Vanderling gang. So. You just said more. Dutch is the name of a person. Yeah, Dutch is a character, and he's he's the leader of the gang. Dutch Vanderling is his name, and it's called the Vanderling. All the gangs are named after the leader's last name. So the O'Driscolls, the Pinkertons, all of these different gangs in Red Dead Redemption are named after their leader's last name. You are a member of the Vanderling gang because your leader's name is Dutch Vanderling. It's kind of like that John Mulaney joke, you know, it's like... And if anyone asks, you tell them it was Golden Joe and the Suggins gang. gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's the exact same thing, you know? Just the last name. All right. Uh, story. The story is a little bit more on the cut and dry side, if in my opinion. It's interesting enough, but I'm not totally invested quite yet. I'm probably about like a third of the way through of the game, to be honest with you. Um, essentially, the beginning of the game, you... The beginning of the game starts where, like, the first game ends off. You just got in this huge fight where you lost a lot of men and you kind of got your ass kicked. And you're starting off there going through a snowy mountain, just trying to get your shit back together. And then you waited out a few weeks for all the snow to go away. And then your goal is to essentially find different ways to make money for your gang so that you can keep heading west and, you know get out of, like, this thug life that you're a part of. Not thug life, this gang life that you're a part of. Um, and through it all, like, through the side missions and, like, the missions you have with everybody in camp, like, the story just, I feel like, isn't as, pr like, present as, like, the interactions with the characters. I feel like character interaction is what makes this game special and not necessarily the entirety of the story. 
Although I do find like the rivalry, the rivalry between the Vanderling gang and like the other gangs like the O'Driscolls or the Pinkertons, I do find that part really interesting. Everything else just a little cut and dry. And finally, the gameplay. Um, it's a Rockstar game. If that tells you anything, it, it plays exactly like other Rockstar games for sure. 100%. It plays like Bully. It plays like Grand Theft Auto. Um, that being said, like, uh, you know, there's a weapon wheel. It literally plays like every other Rockstar game. And I'm going to be honest, Rockstar has never 100% mastered gameplay. Um, like their controls always feel clunky to you at first, but you get used to them and then you find that it's not that bad is how I feel about Rockstar style games. Um, and plus like the interaction with the environment is really nice too. Like the gameplay, like how your horse interacts with you, like all the different things you can do with horses, the different things you can do in the towns, um, the different things you can do to make money. Like, I love that you can go into sheriff's offices and you can, like, you know, take wanted posters and go find the people. I love that when you're just riding around the world, you know, people you'll run into people who need favors and you can help them for money. Um, I also love that you actually have the ability to deny doing all of that shit. And, like, you can just, like, rob the store owner if you want. You know, you can hurt these people on the road and just, you know, rob them. I like that you get to kind of be... Arthur Morgan gets to be whoever you want Arthur Morgan to be in this game. And I actually really appreciate that because whether he's being a good dude or he's being just a total fucking dickhead, he's really good at doing either. And I think they really nailed that aspect of the game. A couple of final thoughts. Um, one of my biggest gripes with the game is that the world is actually pretty goddamn empty. Going between towns, there is just not a lot going on. You're just like, oh, look, trees and grass and, you know, roads and bridges. That's interesting. <laughs> and that's literally it. Occasionally, you know, people on horses and carts roam by or like you'll come across houses that belong to people you can rob. Or like I said, like people occasionally you'll, you'll run into someone who needs a favor but, like, other than that, like, the landscape kind of falls in the same problem as, like, Breath of the Wild. It's very empty. I feel like there's just not enough going on in the landscape to keep it interesting. Those moments where you're, like, going in between towns take up a lot of time. So it would have been nice if they had put more in the land for you to interact with. But you can also pet dogs that you come across. So that makes up for everything. Game of the year. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It almost was. It almost was. Red Dead Redemption 2 in the 2018 Game Awards won the most awards out of any other game on that panel. In fact, the only award that it was up for that it did not win was Game of the Year, in which God of War beat it out, but in my opinion, just barely. Um, now that I've played both, I can say that God of War 100% to be Game of the Year, um, but Red Dead Redemption 2... I mean, I could honestly see you making a case for that as well. Just in my opinion, God of War definitely deserved it over Red Dead Redemption. Are you guys done with hearing about my uh, little description? I'm ready to hear some reviews. If that's what you're getting to. Any questions? Any comments? Any concerns? Did you give a score? You can give a score. Yeah, give us a score. Oh, I did not. Did I? Um, I gave Red Dead Redemption 2 a 8.2 out of 10. It's very above average. It's a very above average game. Um, but it is a little overrated. I did find myself at points while playing so far being a little disappointed because everybody talked about how amazing it was. And the unfortunate fact about people doing that is it makes some of its flaws stand out more. Um, but like, it's a very well-made game. I am very much enjoying my time playing it. I can't wait to stop talking to you, bloke, so I can go play it, to be honest. <laughs> And that's pretty much it. Um, are you guys ready to see some stupid people on Metacritic and what they have to say? Oh, I'm ready to hear from them. Hey, you know, we get these people on Metacritic a bad time, and rightfully so, but we do value <laughs> different opinions, but you gotta back them up. So just want to preface that. Differing opinions is not the problem. It's when you give ridiculous scores for ridiculous reasons that I have a problem with. Right, I just want to clarify that in case we get any new viewers who say or think we're some elitist people. We're not. I mean, no, we're not. It's just, but it's like giving, saying like, oh, this game is great here, 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 and here, but I didn't like this. Therefore, it gets a zero out of 10 is stupid. And that's what most of these people are doing. Yep. 
So let's start with some of the good stuff first. Um, OV Lange gave it a 10 out of 10. He said, you know, if a game goes as far as detail to make you brew coffee of a campfire before drinking it or getting your weapons from a horse's satchel or literally watching its testicles shrink in cold weather, that this is the game of the decade material. <laughs> let me just let me just say real quick, wh- whoever forced a, a very talented game developer <laughs> to go that in depth with horse shit and testicles just I am so sorry you had to do that, whatever developer you are out there. And to the person that made him do that, you're the worst kind of person. Like I said, it's the attention to detail that makes this game special. Does it need that attention to detail, though? According to O.V. Lange, it does. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he gave it a 10 out of 10 for like he listed his three favorite things about the game and gave it a 10 out of 10. And one of those things was that he likes watching the horse testicle shrink. So apparently it's important to some people. Oh, God, I disagree. I mean, the game is good, but it's not because of the testicles. Alright, uh, BB Man said 51% complete and have not been bored one minute out of those 35 plus hours. He gave it a 10 out of 10. Beautiful graphics, entertaining combat, dense cities, impacting decisions, and intriguing character development within the story. All of these characteristics of Red Dead Redemption 2 make it an instant classic. He's right. Um... You know, I already kind of gave that, like, I, I'm i bored in between, like, going from town to town and doing things because the landscape seems a little dry. But everything else, I enjoy immensely. I 100% agree with this guy's review. I mean, I don't know about the dense cities. Yes, they do seem a little um, lacking, but also it's the Old West. Yeah, it's like they don't need to be, like, full of life, but they definitely, like, to call them dense is definitely not true. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say, like, maybe... Well, I, I don't want to spoil anything. You might not have gotten there yet. So, um... There's, like, a, there's like two cities that I would call dense. Maybe. And, like, they're dense, but they're not filled with stuff to do. You're not talking about Valentine, are you? No. I know Jill Valentine. That definitely not definitely not Valentine. But, um... I, I just... I don't know if I would call the cities dense. There, there is actually one gripe, but maybe that we'll hear about it once we get into the negative reviews. So, JP, continue on. All right, I've got one more for good reviews. Um, you're going to love this one, Peaches. Best game I've played since The Witcher. The amount of content is overwhelming, beautiful, and amazing in every way. 10 out of 10 from El Gustavos. I don't think it gets more articulate than that. As long as he's not putting it above The Witcher, I think we're good. All right. And you know what that means? It's time to go into the bad reviews, which, you know, despite the fact that I really like this game is my favorite part of doing rate that rating. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the controversy that we're all about here, you know? The hot takes. I don't even know if I'd call <laughs> these hot takes. Okay, now here's what's annoying about people who give bad reviews about Red Dead Redemption 2. They all wrote three paragraph longs expositions about why they don't like this game. Which is fine. Because, you know, it's like you said, if you've got a bad opinion, then you need to, like, explain why and stand by it. But let's read a couple of these guys. Vegeta83 gave it a 4 out of 10. I love Vegeta. Vegeta. Vegeta! (laughs) 4 out of 10. He said, it's boring as hell, too overhyped, it's not bad in terms of graphics. I played it for a week and nothing stands out. It took God of War five minutes to make me remember that first fight forever played the first game and loved it. Wow, this guy loves run-on sentences. (laughs) (laughs) This is just an okay game, nothing more, nothing less, less, and I hate to watch skinning of animals. Why can't I switch off that animation? My weapons and skins are disappearing all the time. This guy sounds like a fucking idiot. He can't even write... (laughs) He can't write a sentence, and that made me genuinely more upset than what he was saying about Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, the the run-on sentence is bad, but those gripes are legitimate. Oh, yeah. You know, it is some legitimate gripes. I mean, I don't know. On the other hand, if you don't like the skinning of animals, maybe you shouldn't be playing Red Dead Redemption 2? A game about the Old West? Well, or how about, you know, let me fucking skip the animation. Okay, that's fair. That's, yep, you know what? That's totally fair. But are you complaining like, okay, I don't want to see the skinning or I wish this took less time? It's like, it's not even about the skinning. It's always about like, this is taking too fucking long. 
I'm a busy man. I'm a cowboy. I got shit to do, places to be. You think every cowboy back in the day didn't think that same thing, Chez? You think they just turn off the animation of life, Chez? This is a realistic cowboy simulator. Shrinking testicles and all. You don't get to pick and choose the best parts. (laughs) Okay, but imagine you're this guy who... Is like, oh boy, a cowboy game. I can't wait for this wholesome experience where nothing bad's gonna happen to anyone and I'm not gonna see anything I don't like. It's rated M for mature. I wonder why. Exactly. See, I didn't take it as much as like he didn't like seeing the skinning of animals as much as like he wanted to, you know, keep the game moving, keep the keep the rate of play up. But I might have been misinterpreting what he was saying because you are the one reading it at the end of the day and I'm just the one <clears throat> listening. I wish I didn't because that Ron on sentence made me more upset as a communication <laughs> major than anything. All right. Um, next up. Let's see here. Ave Phoenix said uh, gave it a four out of ten. Oh, my God. This game is not as good as Red Dead Redemption 1. It's overhyped and overrated. Fanboyism and marketing is real. Gameplay is slow and can't enjoy it that much. Controls are bad. A game can't have 97 rating with these issues. Are you kidding me? And that's not all, but I have no time for this joke. Not bad as some claim, but not awesome either. Okay, so a couple things. The controls are literally the exact same as Red Dead Redemption 1. I don't know who this guy is fucking fooling. The controls in Red Dead Redemption 2 are not only just the same as Red Dead Redemption 1, they're the same as every Rockstar game that has ever come into existence. Yeah, and uh, I, I I see where you're coming from there. That's that's definitely true. Though he probably doesn't remember that as well. If he because how long was it between Red Dead One and Two? It was a good amount of time. It was a solid amount of time. But I mean, like, if you're gonna make that like your point, yeah, you should back it up. Exactly for like going against the game and going on a Metacritic and giving it a four out of ten. You have to recognize that that's a stupid point. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's. It's silly to complain about the controls and like when at the end of the day it it handles smooth enough. It's not like you're constantly toppling over shit, you know? Well, it's Rockstar controls. You know how it goes. It's not necessarily that they're bad. Just the fact that it takes a little getting used to. And then once you get used to them, things are fine. Fine enough. Fine enough. I'm not going to lie. I really want to find a zero out of 10 to read what that guy had to say. Um, but I can't find a lot of it. I feel like the fa- the people who are down voting on Red Dead Redemption 2 are being very fair. I just want to read one more. All right. Get it. Give it to us. A boner man gave it a zero <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I paid $60 for a horse simulator. <laughs> Pretty to look at, but it's a chore to play. The gameplay is clunky. Searching for things is wonky. I'll, okay, side note, I'll give it to you. That is actually a value. That is actually a valuable critique. Searching for yeah. things is wonky. Now, that's the perfect word to use too. Wonky. Yes, it really is. I'll give it to him. That's a legitimate argument. That's a legitimate critique. Approaching people is hit or miss. I approached a lady and stuck under a horse. I got stuck under a horse. <laughs> Lifted the horse <laughs> off of her and then hit L two to talk to her, but hit her in the face with my leg. my giant dick (laughs) that's really funny and then (laughs) he wrote more instead of (laughs) saying I helped her it interpreted it as assaulting the lady (laughs) he wrote assaulting the lady in all caps (laughs) cause you had a bad day And if you want micromanagement, you've got it. If your effing horse is dirty, it tires more easily. How about just letting me play the game? That oh man, I did not like having to clean my horse. I disagree. Mm-hmm. I like the horse cleaning and the yeah. gun cleaning mechanics. Clean my horse. The horse, maybe I see your point, but I really like the cleaning the gun mechanic. I th- I think that's really clever. To be honest, I really enjoyed that. Um, my entertainment time is too valuable for this. I want to play a game, but this feels like work. Hey, Rockstar, once you have one health meter and get rid of the stamina stupidity for a horse and the main character, bring back the stuff that made the previous title great and I may repurchase. Weren't these all mechanics that were in Red Dead Redemption 1? They add no, they did, there wasn't a gun cleaning or horse cleaning in Red Dead 1, from what I remember. 
we how many more times can we say it you know these zero out of ten reviews are just from salty mcsaltertons and i don't enjoy reading their comments but at the same time i do because i'm a bit of a sadist <laughs> like sometimes you got you got to rile yourself up a bit to reappreciate the game because like when someone's talking shit on a game you love you you it brings back those strong feelings you had while playing it you know it's really true actually because you get super defensive and you start listing off why they're wrong yeah it is it's kind of like rejuvenating looking at these sometimes i'm gonna love this game even harder now mm, I, I just like it more <laughs> jokes on you boner man <laughs> i think i'm done reading negative comments how do you guys feel a little salty now yeah you know a little worse for wear i can taste the salt it's delicious I, I, the, the punishment of reading all those zero out of ten reviews for witcher hurts me more than it, it hurts you guys to read negative reviews for dark souls or red dead redemption too you're totally right i like Red Dead Redemption 2 a lot, but it's not one of my favorites. Not yet, anyway. But, like, for you, The Witcher 3 is your quote-unquote favorite standalone title of all time. That must have hurt a little bit. Say standalone title? What do you mean standalone title? Well, because here's the thing. Like, I, I have it separated, right? Mass Effect is my favorite game series of all time, but if we're talking standalone game on its own merits, it's Witcher 3. Alright, boys. I'm salty enough I'm ready to get out of here and play some more Red Dead Redemption 2 because Boner Man doesn't want me to play it, and I'm going to do it out of spite. <laughs> Fuck you, Boner Man. All right, we're, let's all stick it to Boner Man. Let's all stick it to Boner Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, you guys ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's go home, JP. Take me home. All right, hopefully next week when we come back, Zar will be rejoining us. And then you can all finally hear the weird tale of why he's been gone. I don't want any of us to be the one to tell you I want it to be him. So until that happens, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. And we'll see you in the next episode. You just got your Game Tea. Bye. Later. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.